Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. Welcome back to our reviews. I hope you enjoyed a nice little Thanksgiving break. We're back. And guess what? We do have some leftovers for you. And we have a special film that we wanted to get last week, but we just couldn't because we wanted both to enjoy this film. And uh, definitely a start of a new type of franchise. Uh, I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined with my co-host and fellow, um, what'd you say, um, <laughs> uh, slasher aficionado, Chris Dewar. Today's episode, we're reviewing the new slasher film, Thanksgiving. This is directed by Eli Roth from a screenplay written by Jeff Rendell, a story by Roth and Rendell, uh, who pr- produced with Roger Birnbaum. Uh, it's actually funny, you know, I actually have not, watched a lot of Eli Roth films I've seen I know of them and um when I heard about this film I was like oh this oh cool we're doing a you know horror film with Thanksgiving but this is actually based on Roth's fictitious trailer of the same name from Grindhouse which by god it's over 16 years since Grindhouse uh-huh. was released so uh you know so if you're born then you're driving now um <laughs> but uh you know this was kind of an interesting premise and so we were excited to uh Check this out. Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is set in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And a year after a horrible Black Friday massacre happens, a complete catastrophe, a certain person is stalking and killing select members of Plymouth, Massachusetts, disguised as one of its founding fathers, John Carver. And uh, we have a young group of teens who are kind of caught up in the middle of it and have to try to survive the feast. And this time there will be no leftovers. So, yeah, this was kind of funny about this is you could tell this is not like a, a, a big studio movie. Um, you know, TriStar helped make this uh, with Sony, I believe, which is great. But it kind of snuck up like these trailers started popping up and it was like, oh. 
we're getting this Thanksgiving horror film. And then you start to realize, oh, it's Eli Roth. Oh, this is a full-length feature of the trailer he made yeah, 16 years ago, this fake trailer. And that's pretty fascinating. I mean, like, think about, think about, you know, like, um, Tropic Thunder. Think of, like, what are those three movies, the fake trailers, like, became actual movies with those actors, right? Interesting. This was a great movie to have come out, right, for Thanksgiving. And it's a great slasher film. There is a level of horror that is intense. I mean, Eli Roth is no stranger to gore and some really unique kills. But there's like a fun lore to this movie that I've not seen in another film. Obviously, there's a lot of homages to other slasher films, but it's also got a lot of camp. It's funny. Like you are going to laugh sometimes because it is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, we have a gazillion horror films, slasher films for October. We've gotten some more more in the December. And other, <clears throat> and other holidays have been hit. You know, we've had Valentine's Day and, and stuff like that. Thanksgiving does have some horror movies, but they're not really mainstream movies. And this one just, you know, takes the cake. It's you know, a delicious slice of pie. I had a ball with this movie. It's, uh, one, it's creepy. It does have a good sense of, of it's got that Michael Myers vibes. Nothing supernatural going on in this film, but this the idea of this this pilgrim-looking dude popping up where he does to do what he does. And some of the kills are really fun to watch. I mean, and again, playing up the Thanksgiving theme. I mean, you see it right in the trailer. He's literally, you know, <laughs> covering a lady with, like, butter and going to, like, cook her in the oven. I mean, like, there's some ridiculous fun kills in here. Yeah. And, uh yeah, it's quite a ride, I must say. Well, you know, it, it was funny because when I saw this and, you know, some of the kills you can see in the trailer, um, they do this thing with these little corn cob things. And I was already like, oof. Mm. and um, for the fans of a podcast, they know I'm not the horror aficionado that Chris is. So I've I've you know, I, I'm going to say this, you know, 20 years later, but I've watched like 30,000 horror movies. But I I um I tend to not like the gore when it's too realistic, which I liked about the score that it was it was some brutal stuff, but it was fun. It was campy. What I really mm -hmm. liked about the setup of this film is, first of all, setting it up in Plymouth, Massachusetts. We've got a guy who's dressed as John Carver, who was one of the first, you know, one of the most famous pilgrim settlers of, you know, the first Thanksgiving. I thought that was very uh, smart. Um, so we got the little Massachusetts ad. John Carver's out here. So you got a little, you know, a little bit of that mm -hmm. Boston, a New England kind of accent. But I like the idea that we have not had really proper slasher films since scream in the 90s and that 90s is the heyday of the the slasher films and what was great about scream is it was very self-referential and that was the great thing about this one too that it, it it takes itself seriously but it doesn't at the same time and um i like the fact that there was really good not just gore but there were some good jump scares like, a couple times i'm like oh like they really knew how to kind of like just pull the dread back like you look in the other room mm -hmm. like hello and usually it's like real quick. It's like it, they they weren't afraid to like stretch it out a little bit. And so you're like, okay, okay. So, and and that's, I jumped quite a few times watching this, but um, you can really tell like if, if you, um, you know, are a fan of the slasher films, like the first two, two thirds of this film really do a great job of setting up that dread and whatnot. And I mean, just the beginning, this idea that this Black Friday massacre, the idea that, you know, Black Friday's, it's always been this crazy shopping thing in America. 
And then now like Black Fridays are starting on Thursday. It's starting in July. It's whatever. So the fact that you this whole massacre happens because this this crowd goes into a frenzy. It's it's mm-hmm. almost it's too realistic. I mean, that that whole premise of the, this first 20 minutes of this film really set it up. Like, oh my gosh, this is like it's kind of comical sometimes, but it's almost like funny, scary that this is yeah, you're you know, you're you're laughing out of like, oh God, this really could happen. Yeah. And you've heard of horror stories where like people ran over people or like, you know, brutally were fighting each other for a deal in a microwave or something. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was kind of a little like, oh, God, this could be really real. And for then that to turn into a revenge mission by someone who's a little cray cray um, in a very fun way. Now, I mean, you'll have some notable names in here. And Patrick Dempsey is the most notable um, playing the sheriff. And he's really fun. And God, it's kind of fun, actually. Um, I was watching an interview with Eli Roth, and he said that, you know, when we were trying to look at casting he actually reached out because he's been wanting to do a horror movie for a while. And he was like, I can actually use my original accent. And he was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm from new England. I had to give up my accent when I became a Hollywood actor. He's like, this is how I actually talk. And like, so his accent in this movie is like his, his given accent. And it's, and it's great Um, because he's no stranger to slasher. uh, Patrick Dempsey in scream three was, was a detective. mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool to get him back to kind of some of his earlier roots. I mean, we all know him as McDreamy, but I really love Patrick Dempsey in this. He did a great job as the sheriff. And I just, I love the, the I almost really wanted, I know, like just to add like another famous, like Massachusetts guy. I wish they almost had like Mark Wahlberg just as a quick cameo, like as a crazy, like what's going on? I'm trying to get a toast up. Like it would have been <laughs> maybe, maybe in a, a future film. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ty Olson, Tim Dillon, Gina Gershon. I mean, you got quite a few people in Addison Ray. I mean, like the young cast, Addison Ray, big TikTok person. Uh, coming in here to want to perform and i was laughing i was laughing i was telling <laughs> i was telling uh taylor when i watched the movie there's one actor in here who you know a good friend of our podcast and the uh, first guest justin ruppel there's a guy in the cast who looks like a young justin ruppel with some long locks yeah but all the cast did really well and he said yeah it sets up this whole great dread and then when you get to the third act it's almost a ridiculous uh <laughs> Act three, but it's a lot of fun and the horror and the build up to that slasher kind of, you know, eventual conflict. But a lot of us relies on our lead actress, Nell Verlach, who plays Jessica, who's kind of like the focal point. Um, and I actually really like the element of, again, bringing in the, the, the century we're in, bringing in the year we're in. The killer keeps tagging these young teens in these photos on like Instagram somehow he's found a server where he can like pop these like horrific photos of his, you know, victims and keeps tagging them. Like it's a a Thanksgiving meal. Like, you know, I've saved you a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. So there's all these elements that really play up the Thanksgiving idea within the slasher film. And actually the way the film ends without, we're not doing major spoilers here. I could easily see this getting now a franchise. Um, you know, very much like with Scream, where, you know, a new person takes up the helm of this slasher icon, and we have a whole new, you know, set of kills in a different setting. And they do Maybe a good job with that theme. already in the film, because this is a generic John Carver mask that, like, yeah. when the police are kind of looking for the killer, a lot of people wear in this mask. So it kind of, like, kind of like what Scream 2 did, where anyone could wear the mask. 
even more so. I think that even played it up and not doing spoilers, but you know, like, you know, is there one killer? Is there two? You know, there could be a lot and kind of screen kind of changed with that. But yeah, we were saying I could definitely see with just the Thanksgiving theme, they could do a lot more with this. I mean, I would love to see Eli Roth tackle even other holiday stuff because there's so much, you know, you could do if you use this kind of humor, gore, um, kind of absurdist kind of stuff. Yeah, so definitely would worth checking out Thanksgiving while you can in theaters, and I'm sure it'll go to streaming eventually. But for me, I really had a good time. I, I came up with the kind of mid-expectations. I was excited to see what happens, and it was funny. It was horrific. It was a yummy feast of just entertainment. <laughs> so I'm going to give Thanksgiving a 9 out of 10. Yeah, 9 out of 10 for me too. I mean, for, for a good slasher film, original kind of a theme, definitely worth checking out. As Chris said, go see it in theaters now. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.